episode of Don't Sleep, and today I am very excited about who we have, a return guest, the first time, please welcome JoJo! Hey again, I'm back and better than ever. Back again, uh, uh, tell a friend. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. This is going to become a singing podcast. (laughs) JoJo, um, please tell us, what have you been up to? Um, well, basically all that I have done in between the last podcast appearance and this one is, is just binging Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, literally, with my free time, that was all I did for a couple weeks there. Like, literally, I don't know what to do with my free time anymore, um, but that was literally all I did. So thank you for that. Meanwhile, you have not watched The Handmaid's Tale yet, so we are not even. You need to square up. You have to admit... It is extremely easy to watch 10 episodes of Legends in a row, and a little more difficult to do that with Handmaid's okay, Tale. Okay, you're right, but have you watched even one since the last podcast? Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I watched oh, season three. Last time I was oh, even on. So you have. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yes. maybe we are square. I take it back, I take back my aggression. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's literally all I've been doing. Well, I mean, that's good. To me, at least. Alrighty. Yes, yep. So, let's, I'm going to tell them what we're going to do today. Okay. Today... We're going to be talking about our top 10 songs of the entire decade. So 2010 to 2019. Yep. That's how it works. Okay, I need to make sure. That's what I did. Me too. It was so sad that ever once I looked up that said 2009, I was like, you have to be kidding. Which one was that? Like so many. Okay. So many. Alrighty then. Um, Should we jump right in? Yeah, I'm ready to jump in. Are we going to do like one and one? Yes. Okay. So we're going to start with, I'm guessing, number 10. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. You want to do it? Sure. So, basically, my top, I'd say, three or four were very, like, more so, like, actually the order matters. I would say the order matters a little bit less, starting from the bottom here, but relatively. So, at my 10 spot, I have Heartlines by Florence and the Machine off the album Ceremonials. Uh, that was kind of my favorite song by Florence for a long time, and so that was the one that I had on repeat, like, all the time when I was first getting into Florence. Heartlines was it, so that really left a mark on my decade, so it made my list. Heartlines. I am very familiar. It's a good one. I love it. Um, sample? Uh, no. 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 This, I, no. No. Mm-mm. Okay, fine. <laughs> Go for- listen on your own, folks. <laughs> homework (laughs) yes so my number 10 i have to go with wait what year was heartlines did you say i did not say the year i would have to look it up 2011 i think i'm pretty sure all right so i'm gonna go with a song from 2010 okay for my number 10 and this is actually my theme song to life i've said that since i first heard this song it is All I Do Is Win, the remix. Oh my gosh, I feel like our lists are going to be very different, but that's okay. awesome. No, that's really okay. great. This song, I not, like it. Yeah, the not, remix, did the you remix. Say, so it has, it's like five, almost six minutes. It has DJ, oh, DJ Khaled, obviously, also uh-huh. T Pain, Buster Rhymes, Fabulous, Jada Kiss, Diddy, Nicki Minaj, and Rick Ross. Okay. And it has one of the hardest lines I've ever heard. Um, it's Rick Ross. He says, I can't be racist. I wake up every morning and I count white faces. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, mm-hmm. the, the bills, the dollar mm-hmm. bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That line's always stuck Ooh. with me. Yeah. I like it. Yes. Damn. Okay. 
That was it. So that's your 10. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, you were correct. Ceremonials was 2011. So I will be looking up the years of all of these as we go. So number nine I have is Awakening by Yellow Card off their album Southern Air, which was a 2012 album. Uh, so this was a really tough pick for me because Yellow Card is definitely like the band that defines the decade for me. Like I was, I was highly obsessed with them. Alyssa, how are you surprised? I was because I thought they were before 2010. I mean, yes, they got their start before 2010, yeah. but I rediscovered them mm. while I was in high school. Okay, which Makes is sense. why, like, my obsession with them didn't start until I discovered them again in high school when they came back from hiatus. Oh, because they were on hiatus for a while there. Okay. So that's why they're such a decade-defining band for me. That was when my obsession was at its peak. So, um, Southern Air was not the album that got me back into them. However, it was the album that I saw their tour for my first time I saw them. So that's why Awakening um, really stuck out to me because it was the song I was like so excited to see them perform live. Like I watched live performances of it on YouTube before I went. It was just like so hype. Um, so that's why Awakening sticks out for me, even though it's not, like, the album or the song that got me back into Yellow Card after my youth, so. Okay. I've never heard that song. It's a good one. I'm gonna look it up. Good. I highly recommend. It's a jam. It, like, gets very intense, and, like, literally if you watch a performance of it, like, you can just see the crowd going wild when it, like. So, is it heavier? Um, no, not heavier. It just, like, gets really, like. Pumped, I guess. I don't know. I don't okay. Know how to describe it, it's good. Does it have a violin in it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Yeah, love it. My number nine is by Kalani. Are you familiar? No. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Her song, Nights Like This. It came out in 2019. I think it's her best song she's ever released mm-hmm. it's featuring ty dollar sign mm-hmm. so it came out a year ago i've been listening to it for a year straight and i haven't gotten sick of it yet every time it comes Ooh. on every time i put it on I and never, that's saying something i never change it mm-hmm. because it's just like such a perfect song um and i love ty dollar sign's part as well it's, it flows so good please listen to it i feel like a lot of some people might be familiar with it it's not on the radio really i feel like i do recognize the name so i feel like if i heard it i mm-hmm. know it no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not no, gonna do it. We're not gonna do that. We can't do it. Maybe later. I, I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, these songs, if they're on my top 10 decade, that means there's something impressive about them, which probably means I can't hit the notes. True. So, like, that, you know, just gives me a little bit more reason to not sing them. So. Yes. But um, everyone should listen to Kalani. Uh, she's yeah, this great. Is a homework heavy episode. Please, please, please. Not please. apologizing. JoJo, listen to Kalani. I'm sorry. I don't okay, know. I will. Like, yeah. I'm taking that. She just came out with a new EP. I, I wanted to put it on my, you know, top 10 albums. We'll get to that, but, um, yeah. I didn't. But anyways, please check it out. Okay. Thank All right. you. You're gonna love this one, I hope. Maybe it'll be, like, I don't know, I hope. Okay, so I have number eight, Ain't It Fun, Paramore, off wow! their title album. Yes, uh, which, in case you forget, is a 2013 album. Girl, I Um, I know you did, but... For the listeners. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, isn't it fun? Like, is that surprising? Are you pleased? I, I didn't. Pleased? I'm, I'm pleased. I didn't think you. I didn't think you were gonna do that. Uh, yeah. So. Ain't it fun living in the real world? How embarrassing would it be if I had a lyric wrong for the two seconds of the song that we sing? But, uh, yeah, ain't it fun? So I first heard it when, when I went to. 
a jingle ball which was at the garden. I won the tickets to it, so I didn't pay for it. So uh, it was, I don't remember what year. It was like the first one that was at the garden, I think. It was like probably 2013 or 14. Something like that, yeah. Were, exactly, yeah. exactly, because it was before the song was popular. And oh. at Jingle Balls, you can tell when a band is doing lip syncing versus not, because when they're lip syncing, the lyrics, like the vocals are crystal clear. Like yeah. I was in the balcony, could hear every single word of the bands that were lip syncing. Paramore, on the other hand, not lip syncing, obviously. Obviously. And so this was the first, like, before the song was popular, so I didn't know it. So they were singing this song, trying to get people to sing along, because it's a very sing-alongable song. It has a gospel choir. Right. So they were, like, trying to get people to learn it as they're, like, performing it. But I could barely understand what they were saying, because I was in the balcony and they were live. So by the end, I finally got it and was singing along. But, like... That was when I first heard Ain't It Fun, and I was like, oh, this is a jam. I can't believe I just saw Paramore live at a Jingle Ball. But, um, and then after that, it got popular, and it just, like, stuck. I still jam to it. I believe that is their only Grammy for that song. Really? I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's super, I love it. Yeah, it's the, like, yeah, they won, okay. they won the Grammy Okay, good, because I wasn't sure if you were going to, like, because I know some of the, my favorite artists, I hate their songs that are radio popular. Oh, so, I, I, I mean, when that came out, I loved it. It's just, like, okay. with, Par- with some Paramore songs, I've heard them so many times. Right, right. But, I mean, I've recently um, been watching a lot of uh, their performances, their live performances. Okay. For some reason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm glad that was received positively. Of course. Great. If you said still into you. Oh, yeah. That was no, jam no, no. for a bit, but it didn't stick like Ain't It Fun. Yeah, no, no. Anyways, yep. love Paramore. Thank you for that one. Mm-hmm. Am I on number eight? I yes. am. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Drunk in Love. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Are you familiar? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. 2013. 2013. So, Jesus. Seven years? And still to this day when this song comes on, like, I jam. I don't turn it off. It's so good. And it's, it's a long song. It's like over four minutes. And the great part is that Jay-Z, his part is last, so I can just turn it off before it comes on. Oh, okay. Not a fan of Jay-Z. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially compared to Beyonce. He's so boring, I have to be honest. But, um... Mm-hmm. Just surfboard, you know, mm-hmm. and then the beginning, uh, I didn't hit that at all, but um, everyone knows this song, it's a fucking jam, Beyonce. Definitely a jam. Genius, one of her best songs ever, and top ten, thank you so much. Love it. Yeah, okay. it was a short one, because everyone knows that song. Yeah, I don't yeah, need to not say much, much explaining. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one, <laughs> okay, this one you really might hate me for, then again, I don't know, I'm so. Nervous. Number seven, I have Find Your Love by Drake off his... Thank Me Later album, a 2010 release. I already knew this because I think you told me. Maybe I did. Oh, I ruined it. So yeah. I just can't help it. I love this song. I don't know. That one? I better find your love. I better find your heart. Yeah, no, I can't help but love it. I loved it since like eighth grade when it came out. And uh, yeah, eighth grade for me in 2010. Graduated eighth grade and still love it now. Like when it comes on the radio, which is rare, but when I do catch it, I love it. I turn that up and I add it to like all my playlists that I make when I have like people over or stuff like that. Really? I love it. I love Find Your Love. People over. Let's play Find Your Love by Drake. Everyone's like, what is this? I'm like, don't forget it. It's so good. I know. Oh, man. That's my one like out of character song on here. Okay. Because like, I'm not a Drake fan. Me either. But I love that song. Okay. So that's the one like... Okay. Crazy one. I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. Am I on seven? I'm so sorry. You are on seven, yes. Am I? Yep. Okay, seven. Let's do this. I'm going to have to go with Sorry 
by Meg Myers. Some of you thought I was going to say Justin Bieber, right? Did you think that? No. You didn't think that? No. <laughs> Good, because I didn't. I said Meg Myers. Yep. If you're familiar with the podcast, you have heard me talk about yes. yep. Meg Myers, one of my favorite singers. This is the first song I've ever heard of hers. Fun fact, Haley Williams tweeted it. Oh. And because of that, that's why I found this song and Meg Myers. Love I, that. Yes. When I watched the video, um, it was one of the first times that I had, or, or the only time that I had a real visceral reaction to a song in a video combination. I thought it was so powerful, the song in the video, and just watching her do it live. Mm, yeah. A little life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, please go listen to it, watch the video. And I think you'll become a fan. I'm talking to everyone. Yeah. And JoJo especially. I, I know. I listened to that podcast episode where we talked about it, and I have not done that homework yet. So I am admitting that fully. Okay. But... You did a lot of homework with Legend of Tomorrow. That's true. I've so been busy, so... You get a, you get a pass. <laughs> okay, good. I will get on that, though. Please. Um, yes, so that was my number seven. Thank you. All right. My number six, I have Sparks Fly, Taylor Swift, off Speak Now from 2010. I... I knew a Taylor Swift one had to be on here. It was a tough call. I almost put Blank Space instead, which very drastically different from Sparks Fly. Like, Blank Space is on the radio, Sparks Fly isn't. No. So, very different, but I went with Sparks Fly because it has a lot of memories attached to it because that was one of the songs that uh, she sang at the Rain concert when we were at Gillette, and it really stuck as like a, this is a great song. And that music video has video clips from the Rain concert at Gillette. So it's just like a very, one of my top Taylor Swift songs for sure. Always has been, always will be. So Sparks Fly, number six. Very magical song. Yes. I agree. Yes. I love it. Goosebumps. Mm Mm-hmm. Blank Space, I think that should go on like critical acclaimed list for the top of the decade. This is more of our favorites, Exactly. Yeah. But like... I do love playing space. That video, I think that's the video of the decade. Oh, true, it is crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the video. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so yes. Alrighty, my number six. I am going with Praying by Kesha. Okay. So that song, I don't think there's a more powerful song of this decade. Am I right? No, I agree. That's a big one, especially given everything that happened for her. Exactly. In the decade, and then to come out with, on top with that song. Yes, that was the first song she released, and in, in, after all that she went through, I'm sure everyone knows. And when I heard that that one note, the high note, you know what I'm talking about? When she's like... Yes. Yes, yes. that chills. Yeah. No, I, I definitely mm-hmm. think, again, that is definitely a chills song. Ch- chills, chills, A chills. lot of these are, which I like. Yes. On our list here. I mean, there's not much to say, except that she should have won the Grammy. Instead, it went to Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. That's why I have a vendetta against Ed Sheeran. Right. And I'll be coming for you forever. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. All right. I see, the, I see that now. Kesha. Cool. All right. Uh, number five, I have Lights by Ellie Goulding off Lights, the album from 2010. Um, it's a jam. It's so good. Like, I will always jam to that song. I love Ellie. Seen her in concert a couple times. Love... Definitely her older albums, her newer one was a little, like, too poppy for me. Which one? Delirium. Oh, okay. So yeah. not, because she's coming out with a new one. Yeah, yeah. But, um, her, her first two or three albums were favorites of mine. Um, and Lights is just always the one that's, like, 
I love it. It's so good. Definitely one of those decade songs for me. I I don't have much else to say. It's just so good. I'm also a big fan of Ellie Goulding, and um, I saw her recently at the Kiss concert, and she shut it down, and she did Lights, so... Okay, yeah, I mean... And respect for lights because it's a really hard song to sing. So when she does it live, it's pretty great. It's funny because I actually saw an interview of her saying how she hates that she yeah, has to play it because it's it's so hard. I mean, and also like because like it's like her most popular song yeah, in America, and so she has to. And she's kind of sick of it. But that's funny. A lot of the uh, artists are like that. a lot of artists are like that. Yeah, yeah, but at least she came out with more better radio popular. Like in, like for one hit wonders, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. But at least she has like a handful now, Hell yeah. which is nice. But that Hell one is definitely still. Prevalent. Big ones, yeah. For sure. Alrighty, I'm on number five. And I was really hesitant to put this song on here just because of the artist. I'm not a fan of this artist at all. Borderline dislike this person, but this song is undeniable and this beat is absolutely undeniable. It's my favorite beat maybe of all time. All of the lights, Kanye West. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was ex- I wanted it to be an insurance song, but Never. this is a close second for funny ones. Yes. Um so it's come on, the the amazing beat, amazing hook with that Rihanna sings. It also features Kid Cudi, Fergie, mm-hmm. Alicia Keys. There's so many other artists that he layers in with the hook that a lot of people don't realize. If you see the credits to that the music video, you'll 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 see that. Um the worst part of this song is is him, his verses, mm-hmm. but everything else just elevates it so high. Once again, this song came out in 2010. 10-year-old song. Yeah. Fresh as fuck. Mm-hmm. Do you like this song? Yes, no, I can I can hear it in my head right it's now. It's undeniable. Like, I know it enough that I like can hear the beat, it, which is saying something. So. Yes. And you you like it, right? Yeah. And do you like Kanye West? No. Okay, then. Thank you. Yeah, we're on the same page here. No, not my style. It hurt me to do that, and I was going to put it at number 10, but then I don't want to lie to myself. Yeah, no. I, it could yeah. even be maybe a little higher, but I'm not going to give him that. I'm not going to okay. give him that. Okay. Number five. Thank All you. All right. Nice. Number four, I have Do or Die by 30 Seconds to Mars off their Love, Lust, Faith, and Dreams album from 2013. You Do you know it? Do you no. not know it? Okay, um... It's really good. So for I got hooked on it because do you remember when 1017, the radio station, was an EDM channel before mm-hmm. it was country? Yes. So there is a remix of Do or Die that is EDM genre, um, and it used to be on that channel. So that's when I first got hooked to it, but then I listened to like the full original song okay. and love it. Um, it's just like... Really good. Like, it, it's a really long song, too, so love that. When a good song is long, you can embrace it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just a really good one. And um, I listened to it nonstop for a while there. Like, a lot of these are ones that I played on repeat for a very long time. Um, and if I still love it now, that's when you know. Yes. Like, I didn't get too sick of it. Like, I still jam to it, still love it. i got to listen to that, because um, I went through a phase a couple months ago listening to um, their song... Up in the air. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's, that music video is good. That's a crazy music video. Yeah, <laughs> that song is in a soccer cult. Okay, I feel like I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. That was number five. That was four. Okay, so I'm on four. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh man, I'm a little torn. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we're getting into the Shit. the crazy ones here. Fuck it. All right then. All right, I'm gonna go with number four. 
Vic Mensa, there's a lot going on. Which is the artist? Which is the song? LOL. Vic Mensa is the artist. Okay. Uh, you might People might, might know him from You Mad with Kanye West. No. No. Okay. Anyway, so this song came out in 2016. This song is all about his career and his life, and the video is one take. The video is like six minutes. Oh, I love that. I love one take videos. It's six minutes, and it's the most raw, real thing you'll ever hear or see. Like, with this song, you actually learn about something about him. A lot of songs, all these artists, they sing lyrics, but they're not saying anything. This motherfucker literally put everything out there, talks a lot about personal things, and what he deals with and what he went through. Mmm, chills. It's amazing. Please go, please go listen to it and watch this. I remember showing, like, my friend Emily and Solution, a bunch of people, this video, and they were like, oh, shit, it's that good. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch it? I mean, yeah. Thank you. I love one-take videos. Yes. It's... I think they're super impressive and fun. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot. Because, like, yeah, just please, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Just go, okay. go watch. Yeah, I will. Big Mensa, there's a lot going on, 2016. Okay. My number three, I have Take It All Back, Judah and the Lion, off their Folk Hop and Roll album from 2016. Folk what? Folk Hop and Roll. Never heard of that. You would know the song. It's on the radio. Okay. Take it all back, take it all back, take it all back. No. What? That sounds like another song I know. I, I feel like know. you would know it. I'll listen to it after, um, yes. But I first got into it because it was, like, getting popular on the radio, kind of. Um, but I hadn't really heard it yet until I went to see 21 Pilots in Providence, Rhode Island in January of 2017, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and they opened for 21 Pilots, and I had no idea who they were. And then this song came on, and I was like, oh, this is really good. My friend was like, yeah, it's, it's like getting popular. It's a really good song. And I always hate that when I see an artist live, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. And then I get super into them, like, right after I see them. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Like, when they're an opener, because then I wish I could go back and mm-hmm. see them when I actually knew them and their songs and could sing along. But, yeah, um, yeah so I saw them open for Tournament Pilots, and would love to see them again, but... What are they called? Judah and the Lion. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they um they have like one or two other songs that are kind of on the radio, like mostly on the river, I feel like. Oh, but, the um, river. Yeah, 92.5 the river. But, Unfamiliar. But Take It All Back is, is one of the ones that's like on the hot music radio. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I like it a lot, and I wish I had known it when I saw them. <laughs> it, it was funny because the there were two openers for Tournament Pods. The other one was John... Bellion? Oh, yes, I'm familiar. Okay, yeah, so same thing happened with him. All Time all time Low? Low yeah. Yeah, was their popular song that mm-hmm. I had no idea what it was before I saw them, and then I loved it, and that is also one of my, like, all-time favorite songs that did not make my list. Okay. Um, but that those two songs, like, go hand-in-hand. Hand. I discovered them at the same time, saw both of them in concert, had no idea who they were, and now nonstop jammed those two popular songs ever since. I don't think that's ever happened to me where I get to become a fan of, of an opener. Oh my gosh, it's happened to me so many times. It's happened to me with Judah and the Lion, John Bailey and kind of, I really only like that song and one other of his. Um, Bishop Briggs. Uh, that girl that reminds you of Brady Duart. Yes. Uh, Jack Sanderson. Yes. It's, it's happened to me literally countless times. That's good, though. I love it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, such a good way to discover music, but it's also like, dang it, like I just 
saw them and now I like them. But yeah, so take it all back, Judah and the Lion. Alrighty, so number three, yep. you will be familiar. Okay. 2011. If only for a night. Ugh. Florence and the Yes, Machine. I was wondering if you were going to have Florence on here. This song is my absolute favorite from hers. I think it's a masterpiece. It is actually about her grandmother, her dead grandmother, coming to her in a dream. Did, did you know that? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. It's about, yep. And she said it was super vivid, and then her grandmother was just giving her advice, and she woke up and she was crying, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's a cool story behind it, but also, oh my goodness. You're, you know the song. What, what can we say about it? It's just so big. It's, it's one of my favorite ones, too. Yeah. Like, I was going back and forth on which Florence. I knew Florence had to be on here somewhere, but mm-hmm. I didn't know which one. I was. Yeah. Um, I almost did that one, too. It's so good. Did we see it? Did she perform it when we saw her? You know, I know I definitely saw it when I saw her with my sister before I saw okay. it with you guys. I yeah. don't know. I think that's one of the ones I always hope makes it on her set list because it's that good. But I feel like I have seen it at least once. I just didn't remember if it was when we went together. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope she plays it. Because it's just so good to hear live. It's so intense. Like, the instruments with it, too. And then it just, like, builds. Like, it's one yes. of those songs that builds through the whole song. Yes. Which I love. Yes. Masterpiece, really. No, I absolutely agree. Thank you. Yep. Alrighty, Joe. Okay, we're getting into the, like, top two. Like, these are literally... <laughs> top two is, like, these are two of my favorite songs of all time ever. Always will be. Like, these two songs are, like... Same. Okay. Uh, okay, number two, I have Green Light by Lord off of Melodrama from 2017. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. It's just so good. The, like... And it's one of, again, one of those ones I think should be on, like, the critically it is. acclaimed. Like, that it has every single right to be because it's just such a groundbreaking, insane, like, strong, independent woman song. Like, I'm waiting for it. The green light. I want it. Yes. Yep. Amazing. Like, I just, I need to take a second here because it's just so good. Yep. And, the, you know, it had a lot of attention because it does the whole um switch of tempo tempo whatever it is yeah it like switches from one kind of tempo to another and then back again which is not common especially in top 40 popular music um and for her to do that it's ballsy and i love it like i it's such a good song and yeah she's not afraid to take risks no absolutely not and that album for her was a big one because like it was her second album and after you have a first album that gets popular it's really hard for artists to make a second album a lot of the time because it's like you have to almost live up to what you did the first time the sophomore slump exactly exactly so it it did take her a while to come out with that album and then she did and it was a banger the whole thing and that song was the first single off it and pretty sure like 99 Uh, percent yeah it was and it's just like amazing the music video is fun too like it is i love her dancing Lord's dancing, like, it's not like she's a amazing dancer that you could put on, like, a dance stage, but when you can tell she gets into it. Her own song, and she doesn't when she's live, too. She's just so into it. The emotion. Yes, exactly. I love it. Oh. And I remember that time that she performed, she had no voice. Yes. And she just danced. She just danced. On an award show. Yes. That was so weird, but yep. cool. Yep. <laughs> All right, good? Yep. Alrighty, so this song was actually going to be my number one. And I always tell people this is my favorite song. People are like, what? Oh boy. Are you serious? And I was like, yeah, no, 100% is my favorite song. 
But I have to put number two because you'll see why at number one. Um, once again, I'm not... Okay, so I love the singer, but I don't like the fucking feature on this song. Okay. Just <clears throat> the person. So it's Pia Mia featuring Chris Brown and Tyga, Do It Again. What? You know this song. <laughs> I don't know if I do. No, I promise you. It was on the radio a lot back when it came out. In 2015. Chris Brown. I know. Uh, obviously, not a fan. I know. Who's the main one? Pia Mia. People, so the reason why I discovered Pia Mia, funny enough, is that she was always on Kylie Jenner's um, Snapchat stories okay. back when I followed her. Okay. And she's a singer. And I was like, oh, I'm going to check this out. And I freaking loved all of her songs. I'm going to play it. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I fucking... Your favorite song. Bro. I okay. So, what's called? Just what you said, Julie. Um, Joanna! What an insult. <laughs> Joanna. Let me tell you, when this song came out, you couldn't, you couldn't be around me because all I did was sing this song. I, went, I remember I went to Iceland, and all I did was sing this song in every video, every Snapchat, and they're like, okay. I can never get enough of this song. It is wow. just so pleasing. That's not what I was expecting. Oh, I, I know. don't know what I was expecting but to not be at the top that. of your list, but, but not, that. not that. No, whenever I come on the radio, I'm always like, oh, this is my favorite song. You're like, what, are you serious? I'm like, yes. Um, it's so pleasing to my ears. It is like chocolate silk smooth in my ears. Um, PMEA can fucking sing, and PMEA is so underrated. Do not sleep on PMEA. Her shit is so good. Okay, but if I'm being honest, her name sounds like a name that the Disney Channel came up with for her. Well, yeah, but she's not anything to do with Disney, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to confuse anyone, but her her name definitely sounds like a okay. Yeah. I can see that, and she has yeah. such a cool look, and like the video was so cool because it was in like Hawaii. Um, I love it. Oh. Are you disappointed in me? No. Okay. And, but, like, I'm very interested to see what beat it out, if that's your Okay, you'll see. The amount of emotion you're having right now over that song, I'm, I'm I love interested it to see. So Although much. I was freaking out over green lights. So. Yeah, true. I love it. Thank you. Okay. All right. My number one top song of the decade, Don't Take the Money, Bleachers, off of their album Gone Now from 2017. Not familiar. I can't even look at you. I'm not familiar, Jojo. Bleachers is Jack Antonoff. Yes. Don't take the money. Come on. You steal the air right out of my lungs. You make me feel it. Come on. Come on, Alyssa. It's so good. I gotta listen. You do. Do I have to play it? If you want to, you can. I feel like I have to. So Jack Antonoff is a frequent collabor collaborator with Lord and Taylor Swift. Yes. Was. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'll skip to the chorus. Thank you. Don't take the money. 
I mean, come on. Do you know it? You I don't know, know it. it. Oh, I, I don't gosh. know it. It's my favorite song of all time. What? Yeah. It, I, oh, I feel so many emotions when I listen to it. It really, like, if I put on big headphones like the ones you're wearing right now and turn the volume all the way up, I, like, am in a different world. Wow. Like, it is so good. And when I saw, I saw it live, amazing. Like, out-of-body experience. Like, oh, it is so good. And Lord is on it. There's a bit of it that has Lord, okay, and she like is in the background bit singing the chorus, and it's just like can, amazing. Okay. So, don't take the money, Bleachers. I love it so much. I mean, he's crazy as a musician and as an artist. He is so talented. Yeah. I mean, if you watch like he does interviews where people just interview him, quote unquote, but they just sit there and record him like make a beat or walk people through how he created a song and it's just crazy you can just tell he's like yeah I insane would. on oh, another yeah. level like i mean yeah he worked the biggest yeah singers yeah no he's insane um i will say that like it's not like he has the best voice in the entire world i mean but he makes up for it, it. Is what it is but he makes up for it and his songs are jams and he has a lot of energy when he's live too and um, another thing I love is when he was live, he had someone playing, like, the, the trumpet, like, the trombone. Like, when you have those kind of instruments, it's just, like, a big energy show. Hell yeah. So different. Love it. That song is amazing. I really like his other songs, too, his other albums. Amazing. I mean, you probably know, like, Roller Coaster. I'm not, most popular by Bleachers. Be- you don't know any Bleach. You probably know Roller Coaster. I don't think so, Jojo. I'm so sorry. It's fine. You'll, a, you'll listen. You'll, you will. have to listen to the Don't Take the Money for the Lord part at the very least. I will, I will. I'll give you that. Okay. Thank yep. you. Yep. Whew, I made it. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. My number one. Can we pretend that airplane to the night sky like shooting stars? Oh my gosh! 2010, baby! I was wondering where Paramore was gonna be and what it was gonna be. <laughs> it wasn't Paramore. It I was, know. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know. Yeah, so B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams, 2010, the best collaboration of all time. Who doesn't know this song? Who, who doesn't love this song? No, you're right. To this day, I know every single word, every single ad lib, every single run. B.O.B., where are you now? He's having problems, but that's oh, fine. Too bad, because he really killed it for a while there. He really back did. In, back in that time. And I think, I could be mistaken, maybe not, but it was one of, it was like her first big time doing something solo. Yeah, which is, was a big deal, yes. especially during that time. Yeah, it was huge. Um, it probably caused rifts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but... Especially when they got, like, when the songs did so well. Yeah, because it's amazing. It was if so they were just songs that fell flat, I mean, they probably wouldn't care as much, but they did so well, because she's amazing. So. Yes. And that song is just, um, timeless, I would say. I mean, obviously I'm a little biased, because I thought Haley Williams is my favorite singer from my favorite band, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited. She's going to be releasing solo music for the first time. Ooh. I'm a little nervous, because I do hope Paramore gets back together, but I'm excited for her, and I'll be supporting 100%. Yeah. Timely to put a a song of hers at the top of your like not hers but like yeah. solo work of hers and now that's so happening for her. yeah I had do it again at, at number one but then because I wasn't sure if, if airplanes was this decade because it was so okay. long ago and yeah. then I realized oh shit boom bam thank you ma'am okay but there there's not a 
a Paramore song on your list. What's up with that? There's also not a Taylor Swift song in yeah, my list. Yeah, also wild. I thought, I was like iffy on putting Taylor Swift song on there for a while, but then I was like, I have to. It was such a big part of the decade. And when I was iffy, I thought you were going to be mad at me if I didn't. It's so funny because I really tried to base this on just like single songs. Yeah. And if I really wanted to, I probably could have got one in there, but it's just... It's just, I didn't, I didn't know where, and I feel like, I don't know, I don't listen to a lot of, like, I don't know, I don't know. I, no, I, I'm I, just, no, I'm with you, I mean, I had to make up my list, and she was iffy for me for a bit on putting it on the list or not, so I get it, but like, ooh, I'm just a little surprised. I think the biggest reason is just, because I can't pick one. Yeah, no, agreed. And I think that was the biggest reason, from Paramore and Taylor Swift, I just couldn't pick one. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And I would have, I would have put, you should have said no. But that was not in this decade. Isn't that so hard. wild? So hard. It wasn't this decade. Because that would have been on there. Yep. And also, you know, Misery Business would have been yeah, on there. But also, yeah. not this yeah. decade. Yep. Yeah, like, my favorite Yellow Card songs are from 2000. So. Yeah. Uh, I get it. That's really why. Yep. Okay. So that has been our top 10 songs of the decade. I just want to say honorable mention to Little Talks by of Monsters and Men. Ugh. Do you, have a, do you want to shout out an honorable mention? Um. I just wanted to shout that out there real quick because that was a tough one, really. You know, I almost put on Despacito and then I came to, you know, the right state of mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I have an honorable mention. Okay. Like, I really worked hard to cut this list into what it is. Um, there were a couple that I had on here at one point that got cut, but... No, yeah, no, I think I I really put in work to get this list right. Lean in me. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. That's so that's been our top ten songs of the entire decade. Join us in ten years for the next installation oh, of for that. sure. Yes. Thank you. And goodbye. Could pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars. I can really use the wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Could yeah. pretend that airplanes.